Welcome back, everyone. Another week of Taurus Talk here at SG Taurus. I'm your host, Matt LePan. This week, we're talking innovations and updates in furnace design and what the future of furnace design is. To do so, we need to bring on some experts. And those experts today first will be Kelly Lindenmoyer, the Associate Product Manager of Furnaces at Ingersoll Rand. You folks might know Kelly from our discussion on run-through furnaces. So, Kelly, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Joining Kelly today is going to be John Bailey, the Furnace Engineering Manager over at Ingersoll Rand. John, glad to have you on for the first time. Welcome to Taurus Talk. Matt, it's a, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. So, folks out there know Kelly already. John, if uh, we can get a little bit of background on you, who you are, what you do over at Ingersoll Rand as the Furnace Engineering Manager, and how long you've been in the industry. Sure, absolutely. So I, I like to say that I have a strong passion for HVAC. I grew up in a house in rural East Texas with nothing more than wood-burning stove. So, so you can say I'm very passionate about HVAC. Right. I've been lucky to be with Ingersoll Rand a little over 12 years now. And I started out in refrigeration. And for the past five years, I've been I've had the honor and privilege of leading the furnace engineering team along with Angus Lemon. So really enjoyed it. We have a great group of folks here. And Ingersoll Rand's a, a fantastic business to be with. We get to work with great folks like Kelly and then work with other folks like yourself. So glad, glad to be on the team. Yeah, we're really happy to have both of you on here today as we talk the future of furnace design. First question here, and Kelly, I'll throw this one over at you. How does Ingersoll Rand make the decision to advance or innovate their furnaces where these are known as top of the line equipment? How do they make the decision to make them even better? We're always on the lookout for ways that we could make our products better and for opportunities that are out there to make sure that, you know, we're providing the best product that we can and ways to make our offering better. And, you know, it sometimes is a really tough decision because, like you said, a lot of our products are things that have been out there for quite some time. And to go and make that change, it's a really big leap. It's really driven a lot by watching uh, the market, watching what our customers need, getting feedback from our customers and you know, dealers, our distributors, and trying to make the product the best that we can as far as what they need from us and what we see could help us get ahead. John, this one for you. Off of that, what are some of the most recent innovations that have been made to trained American standard furnaces? You know, a lot of our customers that are listening might know, but there are some that might not even realize some of the innovations that have been made on the furnaces that they're installing. Yeah, probably if you look at, you know, what's happened in Furnace with Ingersoll in the past couple of years, it's probably going to be the S-Series platform. And Kelly, you, you probably talk a little bit more about S-Series. Yeah. So we recently transitioned almost all of our furnaces to the S-Series platform, which is that 34-inch cabinet height condensed offering. So we wanted to make sure when we created those that we were developing a furnace that wasn't only great at delivering the comfort and efficiency that homeowners have come to expect from training American Standard, but we also wanted to make sure that it was a product that was easier for our dealers to install and service since they work with the units so frequently. And John, you had a, a lot of experience working on some of those specific features if you wanted to talk to a couple of those. Mm-hmm. Well, and as, as dealer groups come through the, the, the plant and as we've been talking with customers, they've been pretty vocal about what, what they like. And we've heard a lot of good feedback. It seems like the things they really like about a series are things like blower housing rails, how easy it is to slide the blower in and out when you do, you know, you perform your annual service, the menu driven IFC. Those who are familiar with our legacy furnace, the little blinky LED, not <laughs> not so great. That could be improved upon. We Everyone's did that. enemy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so now, now you've got a seven-segment LCD there, and it'll actually tell you in alphanumeric characters what the error code, what the fault code is of what's going on with the furnace, if you run across that. And that's a huge, that's a, that's a huge improvement from what, what they had with Legacy. Yeah, so we get, we get a lot of feedback on that one specifically. That that's, they really enjoy that, that menu-driven IFC. The biggest thing Kelly kind of touched on is that we designed S-Series with serviceability in mind. Not only is the homeowner the customer, the dealer is the customer. And we've got, we've got to design a product that is easily serviceable for them, right? That means less time on the job, right? It means less busted knuckles, less amount of headache because they're trying to get the customer back up and running. So I'll give you an example. And when you look inside the inner vestibule of the furnace, you take the door off and you look in the, inside the inner vestibule, every service item, if we're talking flame sensors, igniters, the board, okay? Uh, the board actually is, uh, it pops in and out, but everything else, it's, it has forward facing screws. So you don't have to worry about having, a, you know, some sort of right angle job so you can get in there and get that flame sensor out. The burners themselves, they have the twist and lock feature. So you take off a clamp, boom, you're able to take out those burners in order to inspect them, get the cobwebs out for your, for your customers. Other things we try to keep in mind is the big thing we got a lot of feedback on was venting. They, they really want a lot of venting options. So with S-Series, you've got more venting now and more orientations than you've ever had before. And that's, that's huge. Mm-hmm. We've really got a lot of feedback that people really like the venting on S-Series. Yeah, and it's always good to know that feedback is being heard. You know, a lot of our dealers get frustrated when they say something over and over and they never see it come into action. I know a lot of our dealers, like you said, were, were very happy with the innovation of not just the LCD notifications, but like you said, the forward-facing screws. It's small things like that that make a huge difference for the dealer. It might not make the difference to the homeowner, but when you have a technician in there and he can get something done in a quarter of the time, half the time, because just the little things are a little bit easier, it makes all the difference in the world for both the dealer and for the homeowner. I completely agree with you, man. And that's, that's as we've had tour groups come through and so some of your listeners may actually may have even participated in, in dealer tours. Uh, we we love we love to talk with the customers and, and get their input on things like this, and that that is consistently the feedback we we've, we've gotten. Yeah, we've had plenty of folks come down there and uh, and tour the plant, and and really they all enjoy it. And it, you know, if you're listening out there, your voice is being heard by the folks that are doing the engineering, doing you know the product management, and so. If, you have anything let us know at sg tours let your tm know and we can let the right people know now when we're looking at different updates right and these innovations that are made how often is it that these innovations are made to meet up with new rebate standards and make life a little easier for the dealer who's trying to sell these premium furnaces so there's uh, some instances where we make the decision to add a product or alter an existing one to meet different efficiency levels in order to hit those different rebate levels that are across the country. For example, our S9 V2 VS family, which is the 97% AFUE, that one was largely developed to help meet the rebate needs in our the northeastern part of the country. You know, that one was some huge rebate points out in like Massachusetts, for example. I think there was one that was maybe almost $1,200, if not more. And so, you know, with things of that nature, we definitely um, make sure we watch those on a regular cadence. And if there's something where we recognize, hey, this is something that our dealers need, something that we currently don't deliver, it's not within the scope of our projects, our products, we make that decision to go ahead and and launch something. But, you know, it just kind of depends on 
the need of our dealers and, and what we're able to provide them based on those different rebate levels. You mentioned AFUE in there, and obviously everybody looks at the AFUE of a furnace. That's one of the great selling points. You know, you mentioned the S9V2 furnaces that are at 97% AFUE. With a product that's that efficient and has that high of an AFUE rating, where can things go from here? Is there is it possible to get an even better AFUE rating out of some of these new furnaces? And how is that innovation and that topic being approached down at the factory? I think I think that's an interesting discussion point, discussion topic. So we'll break it down. So could could you go from ninety seven to ninety eight? Absolutely, right. And there's examples of that out there today. The second question would be. Is it cost effective to do so? And let me explain. So let's say we want to take the S9V2 VS, and right today it's a 97, and we want to bump that guy to 98. I think it was just a 1% improvement, right? Not exactly. It's it's actually, it's not just a 1% improvement. You have to capture 33% of the remaining heat that's being rejected into the flue. Okay, so of the heat that's being rejected in the flue, you have to capture a third of that. So there's 3% left, right? And getting an extra 33%, that's not an easy task. If you want to go to 99%, okay, even more so, even more heat being rejected into the flute, you got to capture. So these furnaces are already so efficient. I'll give you an example of how efficient they are. The the 96% AFUV furnaces, like the S9V2, the normal flavor S9V2, the exiting flue temp is lower than the, the temperature of the supply air going into the house. That's, that's the amount of heat that we're capturing from the combustion process and through the heat exchanger. Uh, we do it using counterflow heat exchangers, but but it's just goes to show you'd have to have an incredible, incredibly more amount of heat exchanger in order to get that that extra heat out of the air and get a 98% or a 99% AFUE furnace. And and for what most folks are needing, I, I don't see it being cost effective. That's, that's amazing. I don't think that anyone kind of knows that process or knows what that extra percent is, but the way you break it down there, you know, to go up 1%, you have to capture a full 33%, a full third of what's being left. And a lot of these furnaces, you know, you're only, like you said, you're only getting out a percent of heat, you know, the smallest percentage of heat possible. So it's a really interesting way to look at it. It's just a, is the juice worth the squeeze? That's really what it comes down to, to use, to use a phrase, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what they do with rebates in different states, if they keep them at the 97 or... I don't think you'd see any 98s out there. I don't know personally if there are any today, but... Not that I've seen so far, right. at least, yeah. It's not just about efficiency when you're talking about innovations, obviously. Durability, size, even the aesthetics of a furnace itself are huge. How do you folks down here in Sovereign continue to innovate these factors without sacrificing ease of use? So, you know, you talked about some of the changes made in the S-Series furnaces. How do you make these updates while still keeping it a, a more compact type of furnace, but still make it easy to install and to service for our dealers and their technicians? Yeah. So but when we were talking about this one, it, it's really, that's kind of where the challenge lies, right? Trying to make sure that we're offering what our dealers need and what help them out when it comes to servicing these products and, and working with them all the time, but also making sure that we have those features in there that put us ahead or, you know, make sure that we're offering the, the right different components and, and, and different options with these models. But our mindset for these is that we have to meet the durability expectations that 
you know, we've set forth with our legacy products and with the S-series products. And, you know, we don't negotiate on making it easier or harder for the dealer. It's going to be easier if we have an option. That's kind of just how we've seen it since the development of S-series and with our products. And we just find it really important. And while it is sometimes the road less traveled and maybe a little bit more difficult, we think that it's worth it for our customers to make their lives easier while still offering them a product that they're proud to install and they're proud to to have at their dealership. Here's the question that everybody's wondering. We're talking about what innovations have already been made. Now we talk about what the dealers want and what makes things easier for the dealers. How difficult is it to balance these innovations that the end user wants, you know, the homeowner wants and needs, while keeping the units easily installed and serviced by dealers. You know, I think the new S-Series furnace is a great example of how you can do both. So when we started the process back in 2012 of saying, hey, we're, we need to design a shorter furnace, and we started S-Series platform, we knew we had to keep the quality and reliability, right? That's a non, we talked about that earlier, that's a non-negotiable. But we also knew this thing has got to be ultra serviceable for the dealer. That was, that was our goal for this product. In order to do that, and I, I can't say I wasn't the, uh, the driving force behind this. It wasn't my idea, but it was a great idea in retrospect. I'm glad we did it. We've done it twice now since then, actually. But we created what we call a dealer council, where we invited dealers from all across the United States to be part of a 12-member group of dealers from a variety of different type of typical installations. So we had people from the Northeast, right? They're doing a lot of basements. We had a lot of people from the South that are doing a lot of attics. So we have those different types of installations and product requirements represented. We brought them in we said, guys and gals, you are part of the design team. And we worked with them. We met, gosh, I think it was three or four times where we would come up with a new spin of the, of the concept. We'd put it in front of them. And then we would actually get competitive product and we would tear down our concept next to the competitive product and we would make sure that it was superior. And we wanted to make sure that we had a product that was gonna work for the dealer. And I vividly remember one of our dealers, I won't, I won't give out names, but I remember one of the dealers laying on his side with the furnace on its side and he was mimicking and, and acting as though he was actually replaying a blower in, in a crawl space. Wow, that's <laughs> dedication. Yeah, and, and, and it, was, it was through hands-on application and engagement with our customers in that manner that we got an awesome and a, a really serviceable furnace. And there was times, just being honest, there were times where they looked at a feature set, right? Like, let's talk about burner box design. They looked at the burner box and they said, guys, this thing gonna cut it. <laughs> you gotta this, this, and this. And that was a hard pill to swallow, right? You look at a bunch of engineers and you say, your design isn't great, but that's what it took. It took having real conversations and really trying out the product with people who do it on a daily basis. And to get to that that ultimate goal of what we ended up with, which is S-Series Furnace. And are there, are there improvements we can make? Always, right? And, and that's the culture here. We have a continuous improvement culture here at Ingersoll Rand. But I think we ended up in a pretty good place. And the feedback we've gotten from the field has been that as well. Yeah, it's interesting that I don't know how common that practice is of doing a dealer council. I mean, obviously, companies meet with their customers. That's, that's not a new concept. But the way we did it, I think, was fairly unique. It uh, got some press. If, if if any of your listeners are interested, there was an article written in March of 2016 in Contracting Business Magazine where they actually got a picture of some of our team and the, the contractors, and they went through some of the process. It's it's pretty interesting. Again, we we had some success. We we've done it a couple more times, and other groups 
within our business have, have done similar type activities. Well, that's just another way that the folks at Ingersoll Rand Trained American Standard develop the best quality product. You know, you're not going to find many places that will have dealers come in and tear down what engineers spent months and months working on just to make it easier for those dealers. So it's, you know, it's something that it, it really shows that next level of care and of thought that's put into these innovations by the folks that train American Standard. What are some things, you know, without obviously divulging too much, what are some things the folks can expect going forward in 2020 and beyond? And why are some of these innovations and updates being made? 2020 is going to be another pretty busy year for us on the furnace team here. Um, We're pretty excited about about some of the projects that we're going to have going. So one of the areas that we'll be focusing on is an improvement in our operating noise in our 80% S-series and our 90 plus percent variable speed S-series families. So we'll have that project going in 2020. And we'll also kick off the projects for an 80% variable speed S-series, as well as the 90 plus percent modulating S-series. So getting those final three legacy families that are remaining out there converted to the S-series platform. Kick those off next year and looking to launch those new S-series models in 2021. So we're going to have all hands on deck. There's going to be quite a bit going on, but we're excited, looking forward to it, and really excited to uh, see what we can offer with these new products and updates. Yeah, it sounds like you're definitely going to be busy down there with these updates and innovations, and, and just the the sound of that is amazing. I know a lot of our dealers are probably going to be listening and are going to be very excited to be able to get these legacy furnaces in the S-series packaging and with all those updates. It's some really exciting times going on down there. And it sounds like Kelly and John and their teams are going to be very busy in 2020 and beyond. Great. Well, thank you, Kelly and John. And as everyone out there listening can tell, there's a lot of exciting things going on with the furnace team down at Ingersoll Rand, Train American Standard. You know the S-series furnaces are great. You know they're going to continue to innovate them, so keep an eye out. Any new information, we'll either have it on the podcast here or your TMs will communicate to you. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Make sure you're subscribing to the podcast so you can get any of these updates. Go to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us. Just search Taurus Talk. Follow along on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Use the hashtag Taurus Talk. And as always, you can catch all of our podcasts right on our website, sgtaurus.com backslash podcast. I want to thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next week on Tour Stock.